Good morning. I'm Iris Napton, a member of the high school youth group. It's good to see you here and welcome you to this hour of worship. We come together to share in life's meaning, grow in care and community, and open our hearts and minds to the sacred truth known by many names. Whatever your heritage, however your history, and whomever you love, you are welcome here. On behalf of the high school youth group, we welcome you. We are honored to have been given the opportunity to develop today's service. The inherent worth and dignity of every person, justice, equity, and compassion in human relations, the goal of world community with peace, liberty, and justice for all, respect for the interdependent web of all existence of which we are all a part. These four of the seven UU principles and their focus on cultural diversity are basis of the high school RE curriculum we have chosen this year and today's service. Try to think that love's not around But it's uncommonly clear My old heart ain't gaining no ground Because my angel eyes ain't here Angel eyes that old devil sent They glow unbearably bright Need I say that my love's misspent Misspent with angel eyes tonight so drink up all you people Order anything you like Have fun you happy people The laughs and the jokes are on me Pardon me, but I've got to run. The facts uncommonly clear. I've got to find who's now number one and why my angel eyes ain't here. Excuse me while I disappear Hello, I am Andrew Bertoli. This is my friend Kenny. Um, both of us have been working with the fourth and fifth graders to, and they have chosen quotes that they will be sharing with us now. Love of the one's own country is a splendid thing, but why should love stop at the border? We must learn to live together 
or perish together as fools. When I see you through my eyes, I think that we are different. When I see you through my heart, I know we are the same. We may have all come on different ships, but we're in the same boat now. <laughs> no one is born hating another person because of the color of his skin or his background or his religion. People must learn to hate, and if they can learn to hate, they can be taught to love because love come more, comes more naturally to the human than its opposite. Why fit in when you were born to stand out? Diversity is the mix. Inclusion is making the mix work. by Jackson up here to light the chalice. We should all know that diversity makes for a rich tapestry, and we must understand that all threads of the tapestry are equal and no value, no matter what their color. Maya Angelou. Okay. The, the colors, colors of, of us. us. 
My name is Lena and I am seven. I am the color of cinnamon. My mom says she could eat me up. My mom's the color of French toast. She's an artist. Mom's teaching me how to mix colors. She says that if I mix red, yellow, black, and white paints in the right combination, I will have the right brown for a picture of me. The right brown, but mom, brown is brown, I say. That's not so, mom says. There are lots of different shades of brown. Let's take a walk. You'll see. We go to the playground where I see my friend Sonia. Sonia is a light yellow-brown, Mom says. Just like creamy peanut butter, I say. My favorite. Isabella is chocolate-brown, like the cupcakes we had for her birthday. Lucy has skin that's peachy and tan. My best friend, Jojin, lives close to the playground. Jojin is the color of honey. Two streets over, we meet my, my cousin, Kyle. He, his skin is a reddish-brown, like leaves in fall. Carlos and Rosita have brought their new puppy to the park. Carlos is a light cocoa-brown, and Rosita's skin looks like butterscotch. When we pass by the pizza parlor, Mom and I see Mr. Pellegrino flipping a pizza high in the air. He is the color of pizza crust, a golden brown. My babysitter Candy is like a beautiful jewel, bronze and amber. She looks like a princess. Mom and I walk to the park to eat our lunch. Look at everyone's legs, Mom, all the different shades. After lunch, we walk to Mom's favorite store, where Mr. Cashmere sells many different spices. He's the color of ginger and chili powder. Up the street is my Aunt Kathy's laundromat. Aunt Kathy is a tawny tan like coconuts and coffee toffee. After our walk, my friends come over. We take our towels to the roof and lie in the sun. I think about everyone I saw today. Sonia, Isabella, Lucy, Joe Jin, and Kyle, Carlos and Rosita, Mr. Pellingro, and Candy, Mr. Cashmere and Aunt Kathy, each one of them a beautiful color. My friends leave and I go downstairs. I am happy as I get out my paints, yellow, red, black, and white. I think about all the wonderful colors I will make, and I say their names out loud. Cinnamon, chocolate, and honey. Coffee, toffee, and butterscotch. They sound so delicious. At last, my pictures are done, and I've painted everyone. Look, Mom, I say. The, the colors, colors of, of us. us. Instead of having a moment of silence today, the second and third graders are going to be sharing drawings that they made. These drawings represent what diversity means to them. I can write in cursive. Well, I know a little. I like to ride my bike. I like to read without logging it. I like nature and blue and purple. I like my best friend, Rarity, and to climb trees. I am not one for pink. This picture shows how some people like chocolate and how some people don't.
Sadly, Charlie couldn't make it today, but he was really into video games, and he said that that's what one of the things made him him. Um, Preston also couldn't be here today. This is his drawing. I'm going to do my best to explain it because he kind of told me a little bit about it. He said he likes soccer and baseball. He likes fishing. That's a drawing of him. Um, rock climbing. He's part Japanese, and he doesn't like video games. I think that might be a lacrosse stick. <laughs> I can't really tell. Um, and I think that's a bike. And this is Hayden's that he made. Um, he likes soccer, and he did a drawing of Superman because he's named after the actor. Every day is so wonderful And suddenly it's hard to breathe Now and then I get insecure From all the pain I'm so ashamed I am beautiful no matter what they say Words can bring me down I am beautiful in every single way Yes, words can bring me down Oh no So don't you bring me down today To all your friends, you're delirious, so consumed in all your doom. Trying hard to fill the emptiness, the peace is gone, left the puzzle undone. Is that the way it is? You are beautiful, no matter what they say. Words can bring you down, oh no. You are beautiful in every single way. Yes, words can bring you down, oh no. So don't you bring me down today. We do. No matter what we do, no matter what we say, no what we with say. a song inside the tune, full of beautiful mistakes. And everywhere we go, and everywhere we go, the sun will always shine. And tomorrow we might wake on the other side. We are beautiful, no matter what they say. Yes, words won't bring us 
portion of the service where the high schoolers will present speeches or some words about diversity. And I'll go first. <laughs> Hi, I'm Gracelyn. I'm here today to talk about um, racial diversity, which to me, I think is the most prominent in our society today. Um, most of the service so far has touched on how important diversity is and how it affects us, but today I'm going to take a different look at it. Some of you sitting, sitting in front of me know that I actively participate in musical theater. Um, and music, musical theater, surprisingly, isn't a very diverse extracurricular activity, which makes me a little upset sometimes because to the outside it could look like diversity isn't a thing local community theaters or even high school community theaters strive for. There are so many shows written out there that do have leads played by African-Americans or even some shows that have all Asian or African-American casts, but none of them are able to be done that often because, let's be real, most people in community theater are Caucasian and white. For example, in the show that I'm in right now, there's only one biracial boy and everyone else is white. This, or something similar to this, is true in most high school shows and community theater shows. And I don't necessarily know why this is, because the theater community is one of the most accepting and evolving groups to be a part of. At this point, I don't know what the solution is, or if there even is a solution for this issue, but I do know that theater is all about storytelling, and storytelling should be told from so many different kinds of perspectives. Thank you. In the beginning, there was nothing. Then in a burst, as our universe was born, diversity was also born. When you ask someone what the first thing they think of is when they think about diversity, most people will probably say diversity among humans. That's the first thing that comes to my mind as well. But when I stop to really think about it, I realize that there's diversity all around us in everything. In the stars in the sky, in the soil on the ground, in the plants and animals that we share this planet with. Even in sand. I recently went to my, with my RE class to the American Visionary Art Museum in Baltimore, and there was one piece there that really surprised me. It was a photograph of sand. It was super zoomed in so you could see all the individual grains of sand, and each one was different. The grains looked like little shells, and each one was a different color, shape, and size. And that really baffled me, the fact that something so small and seemingly simple as sand can, in reality, be so complex and diverse. It made me realize that there really is diversity in nearly everything, even if you can't see it at first. If you stood in a clearing and looked up at the sky, no two clouds would be the same. No two of the trees surrounding you or the grass uh, that you stand on would be the same. And I found a poem I like that illustrates this beautifully. 
The Earth is Simply a, mir a Miracle by Darina Forgakova. Look on these trees full of white caps, river flowing down the hill so clean. There is not only dust as on other planets. We have variety of colors in flowers, amounts of shapes, symmetries, and heights. There is not only dust as on other planets. So many types of animals, their diversity, and mankind, human, you, man, and woman. There is not only dust as on other planets, and no loneliness. No, we are each, we are each other's neighbor. How lovely it is. Can you see this miracle? Can you feel it? We have billions of chances to feel magnificent, to get to feel surrounded. There is not only dust as on other planets. We are never alone. Praise that miracle. Like the grains of sand in the picture, we are all different. We have different skin colors, eye colors, hair colors, religions, beliefs, shapes, sizes. We eat different foods and like different things. And I'm lucky enough to grow up in an increasingly accepting world. And because of this, I'm more educated about different cultures than people in the past may have been at my age. And so because of this, because of our education and our exposure to, di exposure to different cultures, my generation is growing up to, as a whole, be very accepting, very, a very accepting and understanding generation. And because of this, I'm hopeful that as I grow up, our world will only become more accepting and that one day when I have kids, they will grow up into a world that is more diverse and more accepting of diversity than it was when I was born. Thank you. Hello, my name is Russell, and uh, as many of you know, I go to Aberdeen High School. And uh, I'm part of the magnet program there, the Science and Math Academy. And uh, yeah, so we have our own floor and our own classes, but we still share classes with the general Aberdeen people. <clears throat> and um, so there are large differences between the SMA and non-SMA students, like uh, race and ethnicity, money and competitiveness, and this causes problems. So culturally speaking, there is a lot of diversity at my school between non-SMA and SMA, and also within the general Aberdeen population and within the SMA. So I'm going to be talking about in which cases the diversity is beneficial and like it works, and in what cases it doesn't work and like causes issues. So I'll first talk about where it doesn't work. And uh, the most tension between SMA and general Aberdeen uh, happens when there are kids in our classes that don't know us from other groups like band or sports or other groups, and then they see us succeeding in being competitive. And um, there are several students that I can think of that openly complain about uh, SMA kids even when we're sitting right next to them in the classes. So they love to say stuff like, they think they're better than us just because they're good at science and math and they all cheat so they can't be that smart. So, And, and neither of which are really true. And uh, there's even one girl that said in my U.S. history class that you know, if there isn't a school shooter, it would be an SMA kid, like complete, completely seriously. So, uh, yeah, so when these people say these kinds of things, attacking the SMA, it gives us no reason to interact with them. And, you know, we're, we're different for them, from them, that's true. And instead of trying to understand us and getting to know us better, they just, a lot of them just try to drive the wedge between us further. And some of that is kind of understandable, given that, Aberdeen as a whole is 
pretty poor, but the SMA students are a lot whiter, a lot more Asian, and tend to have a lot more money. So that that causes problems. Despite this, there are several cases where SMA and non-SMA, like we get along fine. And the biggest example of this that I can think of are the uh, like music classes, like band course and orchestra and things like sports, apparently, uh, honor societies and clubs. And I think the reason for this has to do with a shift of focus away from grades. Now, like in uh, like the normal academic classes, it isn't really obvious in these classes who is and isn't in the SMA. Uh, we also all have a shared purpose, which is to perform well in a concert or to win games or do service projects or even uh, to take out the school's uh, recycling. It doesn't really matter. So I found that when we have a shared purpose, the cultural differences don't really seem to matter as much. And uh, diversity also functions within the SMA and within the general Aberdeen population. So uh, except for like black people and Latinos, the SMA is pretty diverse in terms of race. So like I have Indian, Chinese, Vietnamese, and a, and a Muslim friend, and I've learned from all of them about their cultures, which has been great. And also among Aberdeen, there are, uh, it's mostly white people, black people, and Latinos. And in classes that I've had with them, it doesn't, like race and ethnicity, they don't seem to really divide them. So in summary, cultural diversity can be beneficial and provide greater understanding among a group as long as there's some unifying thing in that group that is stronger than the challenges created by the cultural differences. Religious discrimination has taken its toll on society for thousands of years. For centuries, humans have battled over land and power because they want to feel superior. We want to be the ones with the right answer, the ones going to heaven, yet we don't truly know if heaven really exists or if there really is a right answer. But we fight because we are different, because we can't manage to find a common ground, because only one can be right, only one gender, only one race, only one way of living, only one faith. Yet, the first principle of Unitarian Universalism is the inherent worth and dignity of every person. In Mormonism, it is taught that all of the Father's children possess the same potential to to become gods since they are all of the same species. In Judaism, the, right, the righteous of all nations have a share in the world to come. Our second principle is justice, equity, and compassion in human relations. The third pillar of Islam requires that Muslims donate to community members in need. Hinduism values religious harmony, remaining in harmony with fellow creatures and the universe. The third UU principle is the acceptance of one another and encouragement of spiritual growth in our congregations. The Jewish people are encouraged in their congregations to study, pray, and observe commandments set forth in the Torah. The Hindu Nayama Swadihaya refers to the reading of scriptures to create a neutral, unbiased, and pure mind. The fourth Unitarian Universalist principle revolves around a free and responsible search for truth and meaning. This concept plays out through Buddhist meditation, during which Buddhists look within themselves for truth and understanding of Buddhist teachings. In paganism, it is recognized that each individual must find their spiritual path on their own. Our fifth principle says that the right of conscience and the use of democratic processes within our congregations and society should be used at large. Catholicism supports a principle of participation by which people are expected to to participate in decisions which will impact their lives. No one should have to be a passive recipient of others' decisions.
The sixth UU principle is the goal of world community with peace, liberty, and justice for all. Part of the Buddhist Eightfold Path is right action. This encompasses helping others, living honestly, not harming living things, and taking care of the environment. An important part of paganism is divinity in nature. Everything from animals to rocks in the environment should be respected, as should both men and women. Our seventh and final Unitarian Universalist principle encourages respect for the interdependent web of all existence of which we are a part. The Catholic principle of stewardship emphasizes taking care of what this world gives to us and making responsible decisions with our resources. Respect for existence is an important part of Islam. Muslims are expected to be good to the poor, to travelers, to children, and to orphans. They are encouraged not to waste resources and to, ex to respect all life. So why do we discriminate when we all have so much in common? Why is religious diversity so hard to swallow? My friend Rachel recently came back from Washington State, where she learned Spanish and served as a Mormon missionary for 18 months. When we saw her again just a couple of weeks ago, she mentioned how much she thinks our religions have in common. Mormons believe that everyone is a son or daughter of God. They believe that God reigns with mercy and justice and that we all must love others and forgive. They believe in letting all faiths worship as they want to. That every person must find out for themselves the truth of which Mormonism teaches. They believe in honoring the law and in serving the community inside and outside of the church. And being honest, true, chaste, benevolent, virtuous, and in doing good to all men. I think that for the most part, that hits home with us. Being you use, we just add women to the end of that. <laughs> Rachel told us that Mormons and Unitarians all believe in love and peace. Mormons simply throw God into the mix. This got me thinking that it makes so much sense why we hung out all those years, why we were all so close. Our family, Liam's family, Rachel's family, the Concrets, and the Washburns, another Mormon family. We all did theater together. We saw each other all the time. You would think that we would be so different, them being Mormons and having such large families, and us being, well, us. But we love and adore each other, and that's because of the core we all believe in serving and loving others. We want to make the world a better place, whether or not we believe in God. As cheesy as it sounds, love is a universal language. It's a universal faith. Recognizing that and recognizing the similarities across all religions is the key to finding comfort in religious diversity. When we were first presented with the topic of diversity a few weeks ago, I, I honestly had no idea what to say, which I feel like that line sounds familiar. I think I say it every time I start one of these speeches. Um, <laughs> But it's a topic that I believed I, I'll be honest, didn't have a lot of things to add given my, um, given my position. But nevertheless, it is, it is always better to be an ally than to be a bystander. I actually found out about this topic a tad bit later, not only due to my ADHD and poor listening skills, but also uh, due to a trip to Ireland this holiday season, as well as Amsterdam to crash at my sister's place. I'll be honest, from a diversity standpoint, in terms of race at least, Ireland does not exactly jump to your mind as a leader of the pack, but you could say the same thing about Darlington, my place. But really, there is diversity everywhere you look. People of different color, people of different religion, of different belief, orientation, gender, and ability. The list can continue further, but nevertheless, it brings up an important point.
what is diversity more than what we identify with? Diversity is identity. Diversity is forged from pieces of our identity that tie people together. People who gravitate towards a group of friends that share that identity. Often diversity is only defined in terms of appearance. And while that is a massively important part, it is simultaneously not something I feel qualified to talk about and not indicative of the whole mosaic of diversity. One I do feel qualified to talk about, however, is ability. Diversity of ability from mental disabilities to medical conditions and other sorts of obstacles are often forgotten, but this key issue is a crucial part of what makes someone diverse. CF is, federally speaking, a disability. Aside from recent experimental drug improvements, it is safe to say that if I ever made the ghastly choice to go to the gym, it would prevent my ability to do so. It is a disability. There's a girl at my school that I've talked to, talked to more recently. Her name is Ellie, and she has cerebral palsy. She considers CP as a disability as well. And we talked greatly about disability rights. And the most interesting we found, however, was the amount of similarities between our lives, and most importantly, our perspective. I'll return to that word later but it can open your eyes to hear an experience that is different from your own, no matter how small. I believe we both grew from our conversations. Learning not only differences between a muscular and a lung disease, but most dishearteningly, the differences in treatment. I mentioned before that often only diversity is defined in terms of appearance, and, the fact, and that fact made both of our lives different in that manner. People do not usually see me and instantly diagnose me with a condition, but unfortunately, Ellie is not able to avoid that stigma. Disability and uh, diversity led to stories outside my own life, into the story of a woman named Temple Grandin. Temple has worked tirelessly for nearly four decades as a forerunner of animal welfare reform for the cattle industry, an industry that four decades ago had not been really reformed at all or even heavily monitored in any way. But this industry saw massive strides in humane practice and ideas with her improvements from less stressful equipment for the, and environments for the cows to better food sources and technology. She, in many ways, pioneered for this ethics-based animal welfare, allowing us to take great strides from a darker, less humane time. How was she able to make changes where others could not? Temple has Asperger's disease, a type of autism that is found on the autism spectrum. This ability allowed her to see a different picture and come up with new ideas. It gave her a different perspective. Perspective. I, I said I'd return to that word, and alas, we have since returned. After all these species today, we've seen many different reasons for why diversity is important, what forms of diversity there are, how it, how it can come in many shapes and forms and sizes. But why is diversity important? That may seem like a silly question, but at its core, diversity is important because of that previous word. Diversity is perspective. Whether it's your perspective based on personal experience, perspective based on how society treated you, a different perspective from your ability. 
With more diversity, we gain vision into other people's lives and the accompanying lessons and information we learn from that. Humans are social animals. We're meant to be together. We are meant to learn from one another. We are meant to teach one another. Diversity both serves as a tool to learn and a tool to teach. It is our most valuable asset, no matter who you are. The closing hymn, um, everyone has the chorus in your order of service. So um, feel free to join in when we get to that part. There comes a time where we heed a certain call when the world must come together as one. There are people dying and it's time to lend a hand to life. The greatest gift of all We can't go on Pretending day by day That someone somewhere soon will make a change We are all a part of God's great big family And the truth, you know love is all we need We are the world we are the children We are the ones who make a brighter day So let's start giving Choice we're making We're saving our own lives It's true, we make a better day Just you and me When you're down and out And there seems no hope at all Let us realize A change can only come When we stand together as one We are the world We are the children We are the ones who make a brighter day So let's start giving There's a choice we're making we're saving our own lives It's true, we make a better day Just you and me We are the world We are the children We are the ones who make a better day So let's start giving There's a choice we're making We're saving our own lives It's true, we make a better day Just you and me it's true, we make a better day, just you and me. In place of the benediction today, sadly, um, most of the pre-K and first graders could not be here, but they did make this poster, um, and it says, we should all know that diversity makes for a rich tapestry, and we must understand that all threads of the tapestry are equal in value, no matter what their color. Maya Angelou. So thank you for the to the first and graders and pre-K students for this poster. Um, thank you for coming to the RE service today and supporting the kids and turn it over to Liam again. Thank I see trees of green 
When roses too I see them bloom For me and you And I think to myself What a wonderful world I see skies are blue And clouds are white The bright blessed days The dark sacred nights And I think to myself What a wonderful world The colors of the rainbow So pretty in the sky Are also on the faces Of people going by I see friends shaking hands Saying how do you do They're really saying I love you I hear babies cry I watch them grow They'll learn much more than I'll ever know And I think to myself What a wonderful world Yes, I think to myself What a wonderful world